Welcome to Spoilers. Uh, I am your host, Stevie, recording from Elkhart, and this week we are recording the not-so-great-as-I-remember <laughs> sports movie, Seabiscuit. <laughs> really just came C- out with it. Seabiscuit. I hadn't seen this movie in years and just remembered it fondly as a kid in the theaters going, this movie's amazing. <laughs> and as people say, don't meet your heroes because they're just assholes. Don't watch movies you remembered fondly as a child. Because they will just let you down. I like it. Uh, let's go ahead and just go around the circle and introduce ourselves and uh, just say hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is Jordan. Uh, I'm recording from uh, North Carolina tonight. Stevie, you sound pretty down about this movie. Um, <laughs> not down, just not as good as I remembered. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this is Vince. Um, I might sound a little weird. I might always sound a little bit weird, but I have a little bit of a cold or allergies going on here. But he's fighting through uh, it. Yeah, some drowsy, some non-drowsy, some Colorado uh, home remedies. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to hang in there and uh, recording here from Denver, Colorado. And last but not least, our lawyer of the podcast, <laughs> Josh Long. What is up? I seriously don't even remember why. I, that's my shtick. Because you dropped lawyer. some bird law one time. Because <laughs> you dropped some pod bird law on us. Stuff we had never even thought about. <laughs> Mine's wow, blown. Okay. Yeah. Esquire. Josh D. Long, Esquire. Lay it down. Josh Long. Uh, I mean, Goshen. Esquire. I'm really wondering, like, what point has this pod come to that, like, 12-year-old Stevie is choosing a movie for us to watch on a Saturday night? That's a good point. Uh, 12-year-old Stevie, shame on you, little buddy. <laughs> I know. It's just we're in the midst of horse racing season. Like, we just got done with the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Pick. The Preakness panic is right pick. around the corner. Coin the term <laughs> panic pick. <laughs> Little bit of a panic pick, I must admit. Boom. I think if you watch this movie on Saturday night, it was a perfect Sunday afternoon movie for me. This is a perfect like Wednesday at night tricking a beer movie for me. Uh, or at least many beers. Uh, Josh, also, we have a super fan. Yeah, you wanted to talk about Rodney McKinnon with 53 plays this week? That does not even sound right. <laughs> But but thanks for the support. <laughs> Rodney McKinnon, my man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get into Seabiscuit. Uh, I'll just read over the um, Rotten Tomatoes here. For a sophomore effort, director Gary Ross reteams with Tobey Maguire and William H. Macy, stars of his di- directorial debut, Pleasantville. I don't know why I'm reading this. <laughs> for a suppression era, for his deportion sports drama about the legendary racehorse Seabiscuit. Unlike 1949's fictionalized, the story of Seabiscuit starring Shirley Temple, this version attempts to present a factual account of the story, which centers around the three men who saw the famed horse race to victory. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's go ahead and go around the circle and just get initial thoughts on it. Well, my initial thought was, wow, another Western. And then, of course, both Jordan and Josh are on this episode. So uh, no surprise there. Um, but uh, it did play into maybe an Eastern towards the end of it. Uh, but, it but it certainly is a Western through and through. That was my take. What's an Eastern? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know. It could be of the Orient. It could be of the And Coast. how is this a Western? It does take place mostly in the West, but I don't think it's a Western. 
It's not. It's, there are it's lots definitely of trains. not a western. I'm just messing around. But it does take place in the West <laughs> quite a bit. And it's horses and it's like early 1900s. So. I also saw a Native American, so it's almost there. There's a Native American in this? Seabiscuit, a young gunslinger from the West. I didn't see uh, an um, American Indian, Jordan. What scene? When Jeff Bridges is like buying his new land. Whoa, whoa. Buying his land from this huh. Indian American gentleman? Yeah, like, or, or no, 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 like he's in the background. Or was he like getting him? Was he reclaiming the land or was he <laughs> buying the land? There's no way of knowing. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. They didn't go into that plot point because this is, is about, about horse racing, racing after all. <laughs> what is this movie about, Stevie? That's a good point. I feel like you don't really, the characters don't really, there's a lot of interweaving storylines here. Toby Maguire starts out as a rich kid that ends up poor but gets out of his gets out of poverty because of the depression <laughs> through back alley racehorsing. <laughs> a um, very convincingly dyed red head by the way. I'll give him that. Actually, yeah, he did look like a very for sure. Or, very ginger convincingly not, dyed red head. A redhead. Some say he is a redhead. Mm-hmm. Is that Maybe. a conspiracy uh, theory? Jeff <laughs> Yeah, one I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> Cue X-Files music and cut. We are done. That was spoilers. Uh, <laughs> actually, Jeff. Toby Maguire, actually a redhead. Stevie, go, oh, go ahead, the question. If you just had to spoil this in one sentence to somebody, what would it be? Because I don't know what I would say. The end quote. Uh, an alcoholic jockey teams up with an abandoned racehorse to race him to glory against horses that should be beating him. Okay. Yeah. I can buy that. If I had to spoil it in a sentence... I mean, that's the best way I could no, do I it. No, I could buy it. That was pretty uh, good for me putting you on the spot there. I mean, Tobey Maguire, Toby Maguire's character, Red, uh, starts out as this rich kid that ends up poor and just an alcoholic. And he's like a big jockey for jockeys. I didn't realize that jockeys were so small. Did you guys? They're like between like 4'8 and 5'3. Yeah, everyone knew I that. I definitely knew that. That is common knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just tells you how much I watch racehorsing. Not a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, that just plays more to that. This is a panic pick that, that, that came out of left field. All right, let's go to the yes or no. It's panic pick. What do you guys think? I'm just kidding. But uh... <laughs> Well, okay, Stevie, based on something you just said, you said that Toby Maguire's character is an alcoholic. I feel like you've, you've brought that up a couple times. Speculation. But... Wouldn't you say his most like prevalent problem is actually that he's like violent, or is that he's fr- an angry dude? Is that from the alcohol? I don't know, chicken or the egg. I mean, I wouldn't say the anger is due to the alcohol. Maybe the alcohol is due to the anger, but it's like he's like this happy-go-lucky, knows a ton of li- literature kid, then ends up just on the wrong side of horse racing. He's too big, never gets put on a good horse. And he just it's starts blind. really just drinking. He's blind in one eye. Oh, yeah. Semi-blind in one eye. <laughs> hey, kid has heart. <laughs> okay, will you guys answer this question to me? Answer this question. Was he blind because of the nighttime boxing with other guys? Or oh, was he whoa, blind before that? that? What do you mean that? Nighttime boxing with other guys. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Yes, he was. <laughs> that is how he's blinded. But I didn't get that until I read it afterwards. Yeah, so. same. I, I didn't pick I up. I mean, on so that. he wasn't like, he didn't, he got hit with that hook not because he was blind, but just because he's a bad boxer. Maybe he, he was a, a drunk. I was just, he was a horrible boxer. Every time they show him boxing, he's just getting knocked <laughs> on his ass. Uh, he's, 
He's just so bad. But there's a lot of interweaving storylines in this movie. Jeff Bridges kind of starts out as uh, like an assembly line guy for cars that ends up becoming like this huge dealership owner making millions. Chris Cooper, uh, his character Tom Smith comes along much how I feel like Chris Cooper was discovered as an actor. Back to back Chris kinda Cooper s- with adaptation? Just kind of sitting by a by a fire with a horse saying whimsical things. <laughs> and someone was like, someone's like, you should be in a movie. And he's like, sure. And then um, Elizabeth, Bank, uh, Elizabeth Banks plays his second wife. And they all come together to resurrect Seabiscuit, who was a fallen off racehorse that pretty much returned to prominence much past his prime. I guess that's pretty much the whole movie in a nutshell. Um, yes or no's. I kind of want to go around. Kind of want to go around and just say, um, what were things you guys didn't like about this movie? <laughs> oh boy, you're opening up the floodgates, man. Please, <laughs> I can go p- first. I can go first with this one. So, okay, I I thought the storytelling was really weak. Whenever they went to like the Ken Burns style photography, this is what happened in the Great Depression sort of scenes and it completely took me out of the movie and was like it felt like the movie was trying too hard to be like bigger than itself and like relate to like the whole country or something Ooh, yeah Um, i didn't like that jeff bridges wasn't playing uh the big lebowski during this (laughs) and instead he was like this boring salesman um he rem- remind Jordan. Does he remind you of our grandpa at all? <laughs> you just made him he sound so kind of long. I've never thought that before. I can't say his gait reminded me of my grandpa, not his boring. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. Whatever. What? Never mind. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> I want okay. to elaborate, Josh. I didn't like. I didn't like how Tobey Maguire. <laughs> character in the horse was like so on the nose with how close they are including one scene where chris cooper is literally looking back and forth between like sea biscuit throwing people off and kicking people and then like toby mcguire in the other field of vision is like waving a bucket and kicking people off that are trying <laughs> to get him to yeah yeah they're both injured at the same time it was like oh like i don't know what they're trying to get at i guess I think my biggest gripe. Have heart, man. What? <laughs> They're both rejects, but they have heart. They got spirit, kid. They have spirit. The spirit. That's what wins horse races. I think I agree with Jordan or Josh uh, about the narration and trying to play like this was back in the Great Depression, and they just like tried to make it sound like I don't know. Josh put it tying people together, and wow, I'm making no point here. I agree with Josh. I'll just no, let no, you guys like, talk, and I'll agree. But I, know I didn't you're like saying. that part. Like that Seabiscuit was like the great hero of the Great Depression or something. Yeah. Well, it was representative of each other. That like when Seabiscuit was down, the country was down. And when Seabiscuit was coming out, so was the country. Do you think it would have been okay to like use that to kind of set the time and place early in the movie and then just like go from there? Because I feel like they returned to it a few times and then it definitely did take me up. At least three or four times. They like go to like white and black pictures and do like documentary style. They made a big point that one of his races, the entire nation was listening to on the radio. So it was kind of that rags to riches during the same time as the Great Depression, I think is what they're trying to play to it. But the narration and the way they did it just kind of was boring. And I didn't, I didn't like that part. Maybe this is a good question. What other movies can you think of that did a good job of showing that like 
people all around the nation or world even are like listening in or huh. like paying attention to an event. The Truman Show. Ooh. Cinderella Man. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Truman some... Show's a really good one. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I think it's. What about so... another sports movie? Uh, Cinderella Man is the only one I can really think of where like everybody just like stopped and I mean, listened. Hoosiers came to mind a little bit, Hoosiers. but it's not like the world. It's more like the state. State of Indiana. Yeah, this still counts though. Definitely. Yeah. What about Draft Day starring? <laughs> I can't even finish that. Oh, I, love I can't that even finish movie. that. I can't finish that. <laughs> I don't, Josh, do you have something in mind, or are you just no, no, no not at all? I yeah. just wanted to get your guys' thoughts because I felt like they did that poorly in this movie. So I was trying to think of movies that have done it better. You know, they did do it poorly. I think they had like three cut shots where they just showed like three different living rooms that were pretty lame and not like if that was their intention, it kind of was half-assed, maybe. I think I read it like in the IMDb trivia. Uh, they like showed like the War Admiral and Seabiscuit race. Um, I guess they re- raced it on a Tuesday, so they wouldn't like overpack um, like the racing grounds. And I guess like forty million people listened to it, which is pretty insane. Since wait, didn't I just like, say if we that? Had to- <laughs> you're, you're fake news, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I did say that. I Damn. <laughs> All right, let's get to yes or no. So, uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Like the biggest gripe I had with this movie, by the way, which has like fantastic, like it was shot really well, especially like the horse races, because it made like half the time you felt like you were on a horse, which is really cool, yeah. and it like showed like a lot of the shots like right in the action. You know, they didn't do like far away shots of showing like horse go on the track. Like they made you feel like you were actually in the race. But my what, biggest gripe... They have the, uh, the, like, the handy cam thing where you're like actually in the driver's seat there. You notice they like, yeah. brought that out right at the very end? Yeah, kind of looked like a GoPro. Like, yeah. Like just mounted to the <laughs> horse's head. <laughs> GoPro, one of our sponsors. Uh, they just Their first product came out right at the end of this filming of this movie, and that's why that happened. No, uh, Stevie. Well, that. to Stevie's point, like those shots that are like right in Tobey Maguire's grill, basically, they made like these like these like huge rigs that like attached to rails and were like thirty Ooh. feet long. I have a picture like, of it right now. I'll put it in the. Thread. Yeah, they're like animatronic ahead. horses that had like a Chevy engine, and they would go forty miles an hour, just blazing like. With a camera rigged onto it and everything, dude. Is it so? Is it the whole horse or is it just the head? Because that's what I kept picturing when I was watching this. Like, imagine the rig where they're like pushing up and down on this <laughs> horse head thing. It's the whole horse uh, from the picture I just posted. If you guys are in the thread, oh, they're doing some fake horse head pump or sure. <laughs> 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 a sentence I don't think I'd ever think I would ever hear. <laughs> Put some fake horse head pumping. So the picture that uh, Vince sent out, maybe we can tweet some of this stuff, but this looks like it's a real horse. I read that yeah. there's actual mechanism where it was a fake horse. Oh, really? Fake news. Fake news, fake horses. Went to a local Kroger and just put a penny in and then rode that thing. <laughs> got, some, got some good footy and then uh, that was a wrap. Do some fake horse pumping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, whoever made the point, though, I, I do have to agree that I think there probably are pretty good shots for horse racing because never at any time did I feel like motion sickness or like like uh, some of like the action films they make these days where they shake the camera around. And you really don't really know what's going on. I, I think they did a good job, and 
and really honed it in, kept a focused lens or other science. Yeah, it's so. weird that you say that. My brother-in-law is watching this with him, Steve. He He's a regular listener, actually, but he kept yelling out that shots were blurry. And I oh. seriously had no idea what the hell he was talking about. So we're just going <laughs> to skip that. I thought it was in focus. I thought that stuff looked good. I thought it was extremely in focus. I thought so, too. Especially for 2003. Was, was your TV blurry, Josh? I think his vision may have been a bit blurry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's blurry. No, it's not. <laughs> Say it like Chris Cooper when he's like, when, to- when he's like, Tony McGuire's like, he's blind in one eye. <laughs> he let us all down. He let us down. He's blind. It's my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> But my least favorite part is when they're like amping up for like the war admiral race and it just shows nothing but trains leaving the station and Jeff Bridges like screaming out like these folksy things about Seabiscuit. <laughs> Did that drive anyone else nuts? Oh, his like tour? Crossing the country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I thought it, it was trying to show off like Jeff Bridges character's showmanship, I guess. But I mean, they kind of already developed that earlier in the movie. Yeah, it just felt like one giant montage that wasn't all that great. Have you guys seen The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio? Scorsese. Yeah, have you guys seen that at all? I've seen some of it. A long time yeah, ago when it came out, ago, not since. three-hour movie when I saw as a kid. Yuck. <laughs> so that, that movie is like about like a super famous... Uh, it's about Howard Hughes, who's like a super famous dude in like the 20s and 40s to 40s, something like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like... I feel like that movie was special to people that kind of remember hearing about that person. And I'm wondering if that's the same for Seabiscuit. Like he was never a legend that he wasn't like Michael Jordan that we grew up hearing of, or even like Babe Ruth or something. This is like not on our radar. Baby Ruth. So I don't know what, who all these characters are. And like, I'm not getting the wink, wink. Like this is an inside scoop. I like, I have no idea. Like who the hell is Seabiscuit and why? I don't know. No, that's a good point because I don't think you're really bought into the character development of any of these characters. Like you, you don't know who to root for if it's Jeff Bridges or Spider Man or who. <laughs> <laughs> Spider McGuire. So I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's definitely unconventional compared to other sports movies. Like Josh said, you just like you like none of us ever grew up like hearing about Seabiscuit. The only reason we even know this is a true story is because it's like the tagline. <laughs> on the can, DVD like, cover, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on the DVD cover. Like, in small print, it says, this is a true story. And you can, like, go to, like, Google Images and type in Seabiscuit. And the first one that comes up is Toby Maguire. And the second one that comes up is the actual Seabiscuit. Like, you don't really ever hear about it. Um, as far as sports movies go, where do you guys, like, put this on a list of your guys' sports movies? Ooh. Above Airbud. And below about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, what about oh, you? That's tough. Uh, I generally don't love all sports movies. Uh, I, I like like Hoosiers, Breaking Away, if you want to call that a sports movie. Uh, Indiana. Yeah, two Indianas. Um, you can definitely do it right, but generally... Rudy. Like, I, I, Rudy is good. A third Indiana movie. Um, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Indiana can do their sports, good movies. sports movies. Yeah. No, but I, I feel like I mentioned Draft Day. Like most... Sports movies go towards that. They try to get as much money as possible, uh, kind of like the NFL, um, by making a big crappy film. 
Um, so I don't know why I would place <laughs> this. I don't think it was a terrible movie other than, other than I just mentioned that there's no character development to buy into the, like the character motives and whatnot. So it's tough. It, I didn't like this movie to be honest. Uh, so it's, it's probably pretty low on the sports list, but it's not terrible as far as sports movies go as far as production and acting and stuff. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think the, like the production value, like Vince said, is pretty solid, but a lot of times for me, sports movies fall into either like really good or pretty terrible. And this is more towards the draft days and Airbus <laughs> and then the Hoosiers oh. and Rocky. Ooh, Rocky. You don't like Rocky, Joe? No, no, no you say those are like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, I, one gotcha. of the things I really didn't like about this movie is that like the whole premise is based on everyone just like having a hunch. Like the girl has a hunch about Jeff Bridges, who has a hunch about the crazy horse whisperer, who then has hunches about Tobey Maguire and Seabiscuit. Like, yeah. like oh, I'm going to trust my intuition here. And it kind of gets tropey after That's a while. Yeah, and just so you guys know, I, I looked at the time. I think it was like 53 minutes in before all three main characters even knew each other. There's like a full hour of like expose with like me like there's also a dead child in like the first twenty minutes. Oh dude, yeah. Which is pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like to start your movie off that way. <laughs> Just surprised. I was expecting a heartwarming family family feature. In comes alcoholic Tony McGuire. <laughs> No, I felt like uh, this, like you guys touched on it too, this movie is really long and drags. I mean, what's the total runtime on this movie? I think it's... 2.13 um, maybe? Or something like that. <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes, yeah. which is long considering, <clears throat> like like what Josh said, like the ma- main characters don't even come together until an hour into the movie. And when you think the movie's going to end after he beats War Admiral, and they're just going to like say stuff on the screen... They drag it out even further. Or like Seabiscuit gets injured. Then Toby Maguire's trying to come back from injury. I just this movie this did this movie drag for you guys? Yeah, there was a point where I thought they could have rolled credits and I think like you mentioned, it's probably like one forty five or so, which <laughs> maybe have made me like the film a little bit better. But there was those couple times where you're just like, Okay, now it's over. Nope. <laughs> Another Here plot like, pulls in, and then they start like a whole new story. You're like, oh crap! How far could this go? So, yeah, I definitely dragged on a little bit. I think that if this movie would have been about just Toby Maguire and the horse instead of trying to tell the life story of like three other characters too, could have cut it down to like one thirty. And Toby Maguire probably at you know as far as he's like a five seven jockey who's like six inches taller than a normal jockey and. He's a redhead on a horse, and that's kind of unique. So just focus on him, not the boring car salesman. Like, wh- why shoehorn that in? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I agree. But but also the the main there are six horses I think that played Sea Biscuit, but the main one's name was Popcorn Delight, and I thought he really phoned it in for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which horse did the best job, Josh? <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you it. what. <laughs> the horse who played Mr. Ed, his name was Bamboo Harvester, and uh, there's no one up to his oh, standard. 
You might have made that up right this second, which I did a little bit of research. I was gonna say it's impressive if you made that up. All right, now we're gonna uh, cut to our uh, next segment called Sea Biscuit, Our Lord and Savior. Um, Josh, who was our most? uh, It was usually a Christ-like figure (laughs) in every movie. This has been trending. Who was our Christ-like figure in this movie? Uh, Can I get a whistle from Jordan though? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I would say the Christ of Sea Biscuit has to be Sea Biscuit himself. Okay. Because, as Steve said, what did Jeff Bridges so famously say over and over again in this movie? <sighs> yeah, oh, I hate all the folksy things he said, but he said some long lines of like. We're not teaching Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit's teaching us. And everybody like roars. And everybody like roars and clamps their hands. And William H Macy takes another drink of whiskey. And he's like, "Will you believe it, folks?" It's uh. what a segment. I love this new segment. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I like our Christ-like segments. They're fun. Um, I think we pretty much touch base on. Um, Pretty much all we need to on this movie. I'm kind of afraid to well, right Stevie, now. But... You just talked about William H. Macy. We hadn't even mentioned him yet. He was definitely the best part of the movie, right? He's, For sure. He's barely in the movie. He's awesome in it. He's like a 1920s shock jock. He's hilarious. He's the 1920s Howard Stern. It's very similar to us playing a, a choo-choo horn <laughs> sprinkled in through this episode. Exactly. He's using a ton of practical <laughs> effects. And anytime a news story broke... William H. Macy's character, TikTok McLaughlin, wasn't far behind, <laughs> screaming screaming what we've already seen on screen while chugging whiskey. <laughs> TikTok McLaughlin. He's, he's got like his woman in the background, too. Always like. I think she was having an affair on him, though. She looked very uninterested in well, his some life. Some of the time, but she was like into it as well. I don't know. It was weird. Oh. Speaking, of, well. speaking of affairs, really quick. Both Seabiscuit, the horse who played Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit's rival, War Admiral, are all descendants of famous horse Man of War. Have you guys heard of that horse? Yeah, for sure. Pretty cool. So I got interested about that. So <laughs> like, basically every horse you see in this movie is a descendant of his. So I looked up, like, how many sons and daughters does this horse have? And I counted 25 A's, and I gave up. So... Wow. Jeez. Just dropping some horse knowledge on y'all. Yeah, that's more horse knowledge... <laughs> I can take. <laughs> Josh is our, our bird, Sorry, Vince. Sorry. Law and <laughs> Pod lawyer, horse expert, Josh. Just think how much info, crappy info, I had to go to, through to get you guys these gold nuggets. That's all I can say. They are gold nuggets because after watching this movie, I didn't want to research any of it. <laughs> so thank you, Josh, for doing that for me. Should we... Uh, should we play Pappy's voicemail? I don't know if we're going to talk about sure. it. Sure, why not? Okay, let's uh, yeah, let's can, go into Pappy's. Start it. Why not? Yeah, let's let's set it set it off with oh, Pappy. Oh gosh, it's seventy one seconds long. <laughs> <sighs> hey everybody, it's your Pappy calling you from the future in Tokyo, Japan, to give you my thoughts on Sea Biscuit. So to get to Japan today, I had to take a twelve hour Trans Pacific flight 
in coach talk about the movie in a middle seat <laughs> no one cares. uh then had to wait another hour to go through customs then was ushered on to a crowded japanese train to, for another hour-long train ride until i finally arrived at my hotel yeah but what about sea that travel experience i would rather do tenfold before having to watch this stupid fucking god-awful movie again oh <laughs> my biggest problem with the film was just the way that it was edited uh, it, the first act is just a mess. We're going east coast, west coast, jumping all over the place, and then it goes on for twenty minutes too long. After the climactic race with uh, Warhorse or whatever the fuck his name is, War Admiral. Uh, I thought Jeff Bridges was serviceable, but um, Ginger Spider Man was a little whiny bitch, and I couldn't get over that. It's going to be a hard no dog for me, and I'm, I'm really surprised that Stevie <laughs> called this one of the best sports movies of all time on the Captain Fantastic episode. Anyway, I'm about to go grab some sushi and wash it down for a cerveza or whatever they call beer here. Uh, hope you guys have a good one and can't wait to hear your review. Okay, I have a little gripe with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pappy's just mad because on one of the previous episodes, I called Karate Kid one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. And that also was a call-in. I think he's just sour about it's it. It's a revenge call-in. Ooh. I think that's a revenge call-in because my Karate Kid was also a... A, a new spoiler segment, Revenge Collins. I like it. <laughs> Revenge Collins. <laughs> Let's just kick into the yes or no's. Let's uh, start with Josh. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Pappy on this one. Sorry, Stevie. Um, this is not one of the best sports movies of all time. Um, it's not even one of the best decent movies of all time. Um, <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> best decent. Josh is full of gold nuggets today, and I love it. So this movie sold like five and a half million copies of DVDs, and I just don't understand. Like, got a lot of DVDs. Again, I, that's a lot. Yeah, it's like a record, I think. So wow. Um, I mean, besides for William H Macy, who kind of stole the show, I think this movie is kind of like. I don't know, a historical piece that doesn't clue me in on enough to actually care about anyone and also isn't very good. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm struggling to even I, – I, I think that's why I dug up a lot of stats and stuff, you guys, because I just didn't really <laughs> like this movie and couldn't figure out like what to say about it. <laughs> it's nominated for six Oscars, seven Oscars. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. Hey, well, speaking of Oscars. And best pick. Speaking of Oscars, I watched Suicide Squad last night, which is, a, is <laughs> an Oscar-winning movie. Uh, so that I don't know if Oscars is any kind of bar to be set if that's winning <laughs> awards <laughs> at all, True. makeup or not. But sorry, Josh, I cut you off. I don't <laughs> Make know if you're done there. <laughs> no, you're good, Vince. Why don't you go into your yes or no? I'm, I'm yeah, finished. Just, okay. Sure. And since I did really interrupt, which I do often, uh, I play right into what Josh said. Um, there's no character development for me to be really bought into any of these characters. As Pappy said, the editing's kind of choppy where you don't really know what the purpose between each scene is, uh, and the scenes are long. <laughs> so it's like, why set up 35 minutes of Jeff Bridges becoming a car salesman. I couldn't tell you who the main character was, if it was the horse, if it was uh, William Macy, if it was uh, Jeff Bridges, if it was Spider-Man. I, I can't really tell you. Or Chris Cooper or uh, the chick. Um, that's really sexist. What's her name? Uh, Elizabeth thank Banks. Thank you. Or, uh, or <laughs> the, the black dude, like... Uh, like why did he have no lines? I didn't get that. I don't know. <laughs> he was like in every scene but had no lines. Yeah, background, yeah. They said his name once, so they called him Sam. And I was like, okay, Sam, speak. And then he never spoke. That was stupid. I don't know. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's a no. <laughs> I don't think it's a hard no dog, as as Pappy's put it. But yeah, we reserve those for time. Yeah, bandits. those are probably the Ooh. worst of the worst, uh, such as time bandits. But it's a no. I don't think <laughs> I'd ever watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Jared, what's up? Oh yeah, I pretty generally agree. Um, yeah, I, I think they set up some of the sports moments okay. Actually, like I was looking forward to the big race at the end. Like they. They did a decent job of drawing me in that much, but the guys are right where they they go too deep into too many storylines and it ends up just kind of being a shallow uh, movie where you don't care that much about the characters. But I mean, I, yeah, I kinda, I'm kind of with Vince. I didn't hate it, but I'll probably never watch it again. So it's a, it's a no. <laughs> All right, I guess it's down to me. <laughs> Save the uh, pod. <laughs> <laughs> Martha. Um, man, I hadn't seen this movie since I was a child in theaters. And much like Don't Be Your Heroes, don't watch movies that you thought were really good when you were a kid. Uh, this is the softest of the softest of yeses for Whoa. me. <laughs> he just doesn't want to spoil it. Soft, 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 soft yes. I just... There's a lot to like about this movie. There's also a lot to hate. How soft is it? Is it like Viggo Mortensen soft or? <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> Fantastic callback, Josh. Hit the train, Jordan. <laughs> and that was spoiled. Thank you. <laughs> but um, just the sports, ch- I mean, the shots are like during the racehorsing scenes are so good, but they're so far and few between. And the story itself is really just all over the place. But soft, soft yes for me. Did you like how Seabiscuit is the little spoon? <laughs> <laughs> With the dog on there, too. Where, what spoon is the dog? No one knows, man. <laughs> Alrighty. Are y'all ready for trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, I have a quick question let's... before trivia. Uh. <laughs> have, you all, have you ever heard of that movie Parallel? Secretariat? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, saw, I thought you were drawing parallels to movies that are no. the exact same thing as the movie we just watched, no, such no, as no, Secretariat. No. Is the same Fantastic thing as Seabiscuit? They're the same movie. No, no. We need to say that though; those they, are the same movies, like for one hundred percent. Anyways, go ahead. Parallel. I've as, heard of it. At, yeah, Parallel, produced by Alex Cooper. I think you know about it, Vince. Front of the show. What Josh is trying to say is. Uh, we have an upcoming episode about the movie Parallel. It's uh, an independent film out of uh, England, I guess. Um, we review it in an episode. We also had the pleasure of interviewing uh, Daniel Westwood, one of the actors that's in the movie. And I believe, I haven't heard it yet, but we have a voicemail from one of the producers. Is that right? Yeah. I, producer. Unfortunately, he exceeded the three-minute limit for the voicemail, so I don't know. <laughs> how long it would have originally been, but we do have three minutes of voice from Alex Cooper Dude, will this Fox News it and slice and dice and cut to the part (laughs) we want want to use? (laughs) You know, the media way. So we got this. That's all right. I love how we joke about editing a lot, but like we never edit anything out. (laughs) We'll edit that out. Don't worry. We'll edit it out. We'll edit that out, though. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but Jordan, you played well into what Josh was saying. Um, Yeah, we reviewed it, and... uh, We'll have that all put together, the different uh, interview, as well as the phone call in, as well as our take on it, Um, and a nice little bow coming up soon. I don't know 
how soon. But uh, we have all the pieces to that puzzle, and uh, hopefully uh, y'all can check it out on Amazon Prime, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Parallel on Prime, and our podcast will be out in a couple of days. Sweet. Yeah, good call. And just to know that was Parallel from 2016, not <laughs> the other years. <laughs> not, not any other, <laughs> other one. How many parallels are there, Jordan? There's at least two when I was trying to search it on the IMDb. And then the names we said, make sure those names attach to the one that you're looking at. Let's do some trivia. Sorry, CV. <laughs> no, that was a good call. No, good it's call. okay. It gave me a lot of time to reflect. I can't give Seabiscuit a yes in good contrast. I have to give oh, it a yes. Oh, yes. Pivot choice? Yes. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot choice. I can't do it just for the mere fact that I hosted it. <laughs> Young Stevie should be slapped. I think we all learned a lesson here that if you want someone yes, to change no. their mind, uh, just bring up a point after yes and no's. Give them time. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, just give me time. Y- young Stevie should be slapped. This is not a yes movie. <laughs> nice. Well, that's five no's then with the Pappy Colin. I commend you, Stevie. It's not, a, it's not a hard no dog, but it's a no. <laughs> that's where I'm at, yeah. And this is not one of the best sports movies ever made. Once again, young Stevie should be slapped. <laughs> we knew that, though. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. You guys ready for some trivia? You broke me. You guys proud of yourselves? You broke me. That was commendable. Start clapping, boys. (laughs) All right. So, I want you guys to list these sports movies from least grossing to highest grossing. All righty? And I'll cut you off if you get it wrong immediately, all right? Wait, so how does the game game go? go? You're going to tell me... I'm going to give you a list of movies, and you're going to tell me the lowest grossing to the highest grossing. And they're all sports movies. Yeah, so if you get it wrong, I cut you off immediately. All right. Are right, you guys Wait, ready? <laughs> What's the order? What's the order? Yeah. Do you guys does, do the longs uh, understand? Who who won most previous? Jordan hasn't even been in a major for like. Yeah, I haven't been for a while. So Jordan, so Jordan last. go last. Or, actually, Jordan, do you want to go last or first? Oh, uh, last. <clears throat> all right, then we'll hit the other long brother, Josh, then Vince. So I start it. Wait. Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, let's go Josh, Vince, and then uh, then Jode. Okay. Okay, we're going to do Remember the Titans, Seabiscuit, Miracle, Cinderella Man, A League of Their Own, and 42. Ooh, okay. So, name the lowest grossing out of those six to the highest grossing. Okay, I'm first. I'm going to say 42 is the lowest. Wrong. Ooh. League of their own. Wrong. Ooh. It is a fun miracle. Wrong. Um, okay, Cinderella Man. Correct. Numero six raked in sixty one million dollars at the domestic box office. Nice. So Josh goes and, again? Yeah, forty two yeah. forty two. Wrong. Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cinder Man. Yeah. League of their own. Wrong. <laughs> Cinderella Man Miracle. Correct. Raked in sixty-four yeah, yeah. million. Next, I'll do forty-two. Correct. Raked in ninety-five. Uh oh. Three more to go. Could be a western. Um, League of Their Own. Correct. Amundo. Raked in. Oh man. Raked in hundred and seven million dollars in the domestic. So basically a long wins. Jordan, if you fuck this up, Josh wins. Josh fucked it up last time. If you get it right, you win. I can't win. I'm statistically out. So um, 
I'm choosing between Remember the Titans and Seabiscuit, correct? Correct, Amundo. I think the lower one was Remember the Titans. It was lower. $115 million at the domestic box office. Now, Jordan, what was number one? That would be Seabiscuit, sir. Yeah, That's bullcrap because I... Oh. Because you looked it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jordan Long nice. wins. I am so pumped. Jordan, what was wow, the last movie wow. you hosted? Young Guns, probably. I don't remember. Um, young Guns. This is so exciting. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been, it's been a few months. Well, Can a pod go by without mentioning Young Guns? <laughs> no. Not now. Sh- Schrodinger Young Guns or something. Well, while yeah, Jordan thinks while Jordan uh, thinks of a movie to uh, pick, Vince, you want to hit us with the plugs? Oh, baby, put the guy that's sick hitting you with the plugs. So we can, we can go. <laughs> my nose is plugged. That's the the first plug is my nose, both nostrils. Right now. Uh, we got a hotline bling, um, which is nine oh three spoil oh seven. I forget what spoil is the numbers. I used to forget the other way, but it's nine oh seven spoil. Oh, or nine, 903 903-903-SPOIL-07 903-SPOIL-07 That is a toll-free number Actually, I don't think that's true But standard messaging and data rate supply Just call and leave us uh, a voicemail <laughs> Just call us and say funny If you just want to talk, we'll, 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 hit, up, we'll hit you up We'll listen, yeah it, we're, That's what we're there for Anyways, podcastspoilers.com uh, Has most of our content on there You can also hit us up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher All those kind of things as well we have an Instagram podcast, Spoilers. We have a Gmail podcast, Spoilers. Feel free to give us an uh, email there. Twitter, we're uh, uh, Spoilers underscore pod. Uh, tweet at us. Tell us uh, what's up. Tell us a movie review. Tell us that we did a bad job, we did a good job, or your point added to what we said. Uh, this is longest plugs ever. We also have Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga did our song that you're listening to now. Uh, I think that's it. So off to Jordan. What Western are we going to be watching? Did you mention Insta? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. What about Rodney McKinnon? Or did we already... We flubbed that up earlier. But Robbie McKinnon... <laughs> Rodney. Uh, Rodney. Rodney. Robbie no, is his I cousin. Rod- no, I said Rodney. I'm just a little sick, so it sounded different. Uh, but <laughs> Rodney McKinnon uh, is... He's listened to an outstanding number of podcasts in this last week or month or so. A model citizen. I don't know if it's even possible to listen to that much hours, even if he listened to it 24-7. But no, uh, shout out to you. Thanks for listening. If you're truly a fan, that's really cool, uh, and we appreciate it, for real. Um, But uh, yeah, Jordan, what's going to be the the movie? Uh, Um... Man, I feel like there's a pivot in my future, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, no. Don't drop a pivot. shit, then. Give us something good. Don't drop a shit. <laughs> so is it bad to do another movie from uh, that I remember from when I was younger, since we just had Stevie's Disaster, Seabiscuit? It depends you on know, the movie. You can just call it Stevie's movie. You have to call it a disaster, all right? <laughs> if I love The Godfather as a child, then that's not the wrong pick. So we're going to take it back to... Uh, I don't even have the year up right now. We're going to take it back to the old, uh, I believe it's a Disney movie, uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. This is like a long specialty. What's it called? (laughs) The Swift Family Robertson. Super boring. Super pumped to talk about No. No. Like I said, there might be a pivot. (laughs) There might be a pivot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was spoilers, and we're going to be pivoting. (laughs) 
And if you haven't watched Seabiscuit, don't. This was spoilers. <laughs> the Sh- Schrodinger Young Guns or something.